snow. Hey, MJ. How's Sorry, I have a piece of cheese in my mouth. Like, cheese and cheese. Why are we eating during the podcast? Because our friend Ida Grumbles is here. Uh, what is it? Hey. Hello. That's impressive. <laughs> did I almost sound like the fight guy when I did that? When I did no. the introduction? Is no. that what you meant by impressive? Or you meant Peter's? No, that, that was great transition. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I thought you meant Peter's cheese ball thing right. here. They are impressive. Which are spiced with? The lemon... What's the hottest... The whiskey, hot, whiskey fusion. Whiskey. Yeah, whiskey, whiskey lemon. lemon fusion. That one is good, guys. If you guys don't own that one yet, you need to buy it. Which goes good with everything. I know. I'm going to buy that one so I can just go buy a bag of cheese balls and drown them in the whiskey lemon fusion funk. You know, you know what we're learning from this while, while we're prepping for this is like we should just keep these mics turned on the whole time. I know some of the stuff that we talk about, like in the background, is way more golden than the things that we tell you folks, uh, and you miss out. Yeah, I don't, I'm so sorry. But 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 to start out though, um, having Peter here is a great pleasure because this is our official one year anniversary of the Reality Redemption <gasps> Podcast. Yay, Peter! You're like, a, you're like yeah. a New Year's baby. I know. Well, you know, it's it, you talk about keeping the mics running. I I, I just go back to um, Hunter Thompson when he would go and oh my he God, would keep the him. microphone going, and because he knew like throughout the entire night, he would just get more and more obliterated, and he would play it back and listen, and they would like hear like some of these insane things, you know. I mean, you know, so was he not brilliant or what? Yeah. I mean, yeah. like it. A lot of people don't like that movie. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, right. but I found that to be like I was like, God, maybe I have really shitty taste in movies no, because I bad. loved it. it was like, awesome. but there's people who are like, which that movie is awful, and I'm like, you, so you don't wish that you had that suitcase that they had because I always did. I'm yeah. like, if you're going on a road yeah. trip, which yeah. some scenes were filmed right outside of where we're recording. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Out towards the airport. Were they? Really? Yeah. I'm going to have to... Okay, so, disclaimer. I liked that movie so much back when we had VHS. So, mine's on VHS. But I have um, a working VCR, so I should just pull it out and then There's a Criterion edition that you can get. And it's awesome. It has like a lot of it has like extra footage in it. I think Terry Gilliam directed it. Is am, am I wrong? I might have to IMD that. You're probably right. Yeah. Uh, probably. I, 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 you know. All I know is Johnny Depp and Benicio del Toro. Who I, Benicio del Toro is on my list. I don't know if I mentioned that before, but he is definitely on there. <laughs> Did he take Leonardo's place? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I need to find a replacement. Refer referring back to the last episode. Oh, I know. Pete, did you listen to our last episode? I haven't had a chance now. Oh, no. God. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, speaking of the last Poor episode. Um, I feel bad for Leo. Uh, yeah. Because uh, he does do, do other do, good stuff. Do, like, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, yeah. he, he was part of it. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, I need to watch this. No, not, not his. Yeah, he was a guest. Don't mm. you know? Oh, Don't you know? Well, Jerry, well yeah, his Jerry. sexual exploits were <laughs> on oh. the last podcast. 
you know, Via Juliana Huff, yeah, his yeah, yeah. cousin. Yeah. Was it her cousin or her niece? Her niece. Okay. So Juliana Huff um, shared with her niece that she had slept with Leonardo, and apparently it didn't go so good. And uh, the niece posted on TikTok. Well, you know, um, there's so much that's being revealed on TikTok. I think that the the the, the bar has been set when um, what was it? Trump's um, uh, uh, press secretary, uh, who am I thinking of? Um, oh, uh, oh, the guy, that, Barbie, the guy that was on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, no, uh, no, 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 the lady, yeah, right? Baghdad yeah. Barbie, so, uh, Kayleen McEnany. No, 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 the other one. Um, oh, Sean Spicer. Um, Sarah Suckabee no, Sanders? No, um, I, I know. Um, Sorry, you, you do have the smoky eyes, though, girl. Wasn't that what you got so... That was the thing that was most ridiculous about her, getting so mad at the comedian that was, like, giving her compliments, basically. Yeah. Who, a smoky eye is really hard to accomplish. Especially folks. when it's made with, like, you know, the, the, the burnt ash of lies. You know? I mean, or the, <laughs> right. truth, the burn of truth, you know? Um... Um, I'll, I'll, I'll think of her name in a while, but any, it was her daughter that put her out on point and pointed oh. out that she had COVID. Oh, I know who you're Kelly, talking about. Kelly and Conway. Kelly, Kelly and Conway. Conway. Yeah, I love her daughter. Like her if daughter, her daughter is her listening right now. And is you like, are one of my heroes. Like mm. I, I love that kid. Yeah, Kelly, and she put her mom on TikTok and was like, "Yes, this is weird. Mom's coughing a lot when everyone else got sick from COVID, and yes. you know, and her mom was like hacking up a storm and like totally blew her cover that she had gotten." COVID, you know, they've gone yeah. rancid, rancid and through. her dad is the guy who's like in the George Lincoln Conway. Project. Yeah, George that Conway, is yeah. like a that was running the ads against Trump because he couldn't stand Trump. One, yeah. of, the, one of the same Republicans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But their daughter's like a total liberal. Like her, their daughter kicks ass. Yeah. I love that girl. Yeah, she's just <laughs> wonder how that happens. I know. Like I don't know. Maybe she's like I've had to deal with these assholes for years. <laughs> I hey, never like to think um, that. So, just go back on point to um, this is the first anniversary of, the, of this podcast, and the first podcast was right after um, the George Floyd protests, Black Lives Matter, and mm -hmm. all that. Um, and it's kind of fitting that to the day of the first anniversary of this podcast, that Joe Biden signed into law that Juneteenth, Raise June nineteenth, is your a federal glass. holiday. Yes, Peter, raise your imaginary. My emotional, my emotional support barrier. Yeah. Yes. Now, um, being in the area we're located, how do you think that news is going to go down tomorrow? I don't really care. <laughs> I'm glad that it passed. I'm glad that they at least got enough non-asshole Republicans to pass this bill because this is an important bill. So... We had a couple of them that turned out to be douchebags about the whole issue. Mm -hmm. But you know what? We're not even going to be giving them credit by saying their names. Because yeah. fuck y'all. It passed. It should be a federal holiday. People should have known about this years ago. Like years, mm -hmm. years, years ago. Mm -hmm. Like tons of years. Like decades ago. Like almost a century ago, honestly. And on, on that note, before we move on, um, this Saturday in Kingman, 
because we have some Kingman listeners. Um, down at the railroad park, there will be a barbecue at, I believe, 3 p.m. to um, celebrate June, wow. Juneteenth. So, and, and so just to clarify, like for those who don't know what Juneteenth is about, mm-hmm. it was a holiday that began in Texas. And I know just because of my political work, um, you know, uh, in, in Arkansas, it, it was Juneteenth was a big deal in Arkansas. And so Juneteenth was started in Texas by former slaves, and it was to commemorate the end of slavery. Mm-hmm. And it's a huge deal, especially in Southern black culture, that you celebrate that. And it's, you know, it's a lot of barbecues. It's a lot of, um, you know, people getting together and just, you know, there's a lot of uh, parades and, um, you know, marches and stuff like that to really commemorate it. And it's a really, it's a, it's a huge deal. Um, right. Especially in the South, especially in, uh, in like the black community. And so it's, it's, it's really, I know there's uh, some pushback of the fact that the civil rights bill has stalled out for the voting rights bill, I'm sorry, has stalled out in Congress and yet they were able to get this passed. And so there's a lot of like kind of that, um, I don't know, you know, it's, everyone likes to point out this, you know, intellectual dishonesty, but I, I don't ever think it really goes anywhere where, you know, well, you could pass this, but you couldn't get this done. I think that eventually, I think they will pass a voting rights bill. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not the HR1, it'll probably be um, uh, the other one, um, which is a little bit more, um, it's a little bit more toned down, uh, but I think it'll go a lot further. But the, so the the Ben Shapiro's have gone out and said like, you know, well, what's next? Like, um, are they going to um, create a Cinco de Mayo day, you know? Um so, Maybe we should, asshole. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm so sick of that guy. Like, I'm so sick of their whole what's next step, too. It's yeah. like, do you guys not think that if we had the time to argue with you on minuscule idiot points that we couldn't flip the switch and do it to you guys? Like, what's next with you guys? Right. Um, Aaron Lewis, um, the singer for Stained, uh, who I'm a fan of. But he disappointed me this week because he came out, um, he was railing against Biden because Biden gave that speech about Tulsa. And what he said was that, you know, well, the Democrats are responsible for all the racist laws in the country. But each and every time, and I think Aaron is smart enough to know this, that each and every time that... You bring that up, like back in that time, the parties switched sides. The Republicans were liberals back at that time. Mm-hmm. The Democrats were more conservative back at that time. How come they never address that, though? They never address that the parties, you know, switch sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so, if so, you yeah, talk guilty to, as charged. Like, Aaron, if you're listening, if you talk to any. Good old Southern boy. They'll probably tell you the point in their life in which they decided to leave the Democratic Party because they started supporting, like, the minorities in the country. So they'll be like, you know, it was like, I used to be a proud Dixie crap. And then I had to leave because they were going to give civil rights to people that I didn't like. I mean, hello, 
And about what time frame what was that? What the fucking fuck? In the late 60s, I'd right. say. It, it, it switched, Maybe it, it even started over. in the 50s, though. Because I think yeah. that fi- the 50s, like the 50s had a lot to do with like the school segregation. Okay. And that was around the time of uh, Little Ruby, right? Where Ruby had to get marched to school? Yeah, Ruby Bridges. Yeah, correct. Right. Um, and she was one of them. There were, there were multiple, multiple... Um, Right. In Arkansas, Mississippi, and then in, in Alabama, where she was, Ruby Bidges in Alabama, where they were um, race breakers. They went and attended, um, you try to desegregate the schools. Right. And do you think, so I'm going to, I'm going to come up with maybe like a mind blowing conspiracy here, but do you think that, do you suppose that this is why Democrats or liberals or libtards like they like to refer to us do you think this is why they fucking hate us so much is because oh y'all left us and then you decided that you were going to stick up for the less privileged you know like is is that what's going on here is that what i live in now i mean i'm trying to figure out why these people because when these people refer to who they view as their enemy? Like I don't even view them as my enemy. But it's this. It's this. Um, it's this zero. The way the frame is. It's everything is framed in a zero sum game. So like, one of the points was that um, that Democrats are trying to get rid of July Fourth by honoring Juneteenth. Yeah, I heard that. I'm and like, and when and when did yeah. we say that Fourth of July was canceled? Well, you know, and another thing is, is that it, it, is like anyone with any aware any I think it was like Frederick Douglass who said like that the July Fourth has no meaning for Black people because of the fact right. that it's celebrating it's, independence, right, you fuckers. Right. How yeah. were they independent back right. in 1776? Right. Explain to me, and then I'll shut my mouth. Right, and so I mean, and, and but but at this, but the, if you fr- if you frame everything in the zero sum game, it's the 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 basic philosophy is that in order for one person to win, somebody has to lose. But right. that's not the way it works. That's not you know, and 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 so that's where you get like this race replacement theory that if immigrants come into this country, then they have to replace somebody. So so somebody has to leave. Right. That's actually not true, you know. And and if you really want to get technical about it, more Hispanics have left the United States in the past ten years and gone back than we've had a flow of immigration. And every single economist you talk to will say that we need more people because we don't have enough people to sustain our economy. So, I, but you won't hear Tucker Carlson saying that. No, no well, because Tucker Carlson has a he has a vested interest in keeping up this this this. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, a it's, yeah. it's a fear. It's a fear mongering. I think I have a way to explain this. I, I, I really do, guys. Okay. So in America, we are taught to love our sports teams, right? Go Pats. Okay. Go Pats. I happen to be a Niners fan. Peter? Washington. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we, we five Super Bowl appearances. Yeah. So, so anyways, like, it's almost like... That has infiltrated, like, I mean, football is as American as apple pie, right? That, like, that's what we do. So it's like, we we all know, guys, that we have a Super Bowl every year where the best team, the team, the two teams that 
Well, we're crossing our fingers that those were the two teams that did the best. Or the best player. They get to go battle it out. Or the best player, Tom Brady. Okay. My God. (laughs) Go jerk off in the corner. Just kidding. So, anyways. So, what I'm trying to say here, though, is like, we accept that one team is going to win and then one team is going to lose. But we know that there are still all these other teams that some of us still love. And we understand that other people love teams that we don't love. We don't, they're not necessarily our teams. And sometimes our teams don't even do as good as they should do sometimes. Be, but, My 49ers, the past two times you've been in the Super Bowl, you didn't bring home a ring. But anyways, you but, get over it, guys, and you realize that we all still live here together and then we have next year. So what is the problem? But... But see, that's where we benefit because the Patriots have been there num- number of times. The uh, 49ers have been there quite a few times. Okay, I'm not sure that poor, you. Poor Pete and the Washington football team. Can you imagine still, being a fan you know of them. What, this I, is still our like, year. I still this is like our the year. underdogs. Yeah. Here's we're my due. thing. It just means we're no. due. <laughs> if my team isn't in the Super Bowl for that year, I typically root for whoever the I, underdog I, I, is. I would root for Washington. I always do that. But while we're on this point, we're we're talking about unless it's the Cowboys. We're, we're talking about race. Then no. No, we're talking, I don't want you to win. No, this is a valid point. Pete, how do you feel about the Reds, the Washington Football Team, taking away the Redskins' name? You know, uh, so let me. I, I have to. I, I don't mean to. I'm not trying to explain away this, but I'm going to ask you a question. But I grew up a, a Redskins fan. Um, I was also born on an Indian reservation. Um, all the people that I knew on the reservation were Redskins fans. Um, I always felt that that um, they were respectful about it. But I have also taken the approach um, that if somebody says that the name's offensive, then you know what? It, it, I mean, I have to go with it. And so I, I think a lot of people said the name was offensive. A lot of people were Native American. And, you know, I mean... Honestly, find a better name. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I think. Why aren't we calling them the Washington Warriors? Well, be, well, they can't because it's trademarked. Um, yeah. Oh. Right yeah. now. Right. So, so, so a little, little bit of backplay. Somebody went on and they trademarked all the great names for the Washington football team. Yeah. And that's why Washington is having a hard time finding a name. Oh. So this, the consensus is, is that the people like the name Red Wolves. The team and, the, and, but the, and so another team... In Arkansas, who was also known as the the uh, uh, they were the uh, no I'm sorry um, yeah the Arkansas State were the Indians and they uh, before that I think they were also like the Redmen and they changed their name um, to the Red Wolves okay and so Washington right now I think is they so the Red Wolves own the trademark for the Red Wolves in, and so Washington is. Looking at that, they've also said like, you know, what we're going to say that we're going to be the Washington Football Team. I, I, I hate the team. I hate that name. I think it's lame. It, it, it sounds like too. I do too. Yeah. I agree yeah. with you. Get a, get a mascot, man. Don't, don't, okay, you Dan, guys. Dan Snyder has enough money to buy out whoever this is. You guys, to... right now, reality redemption. I think we should do a thing where we're going to come up with the next name. We should this come on. We ins- came up with yeah. like great names the, the, before. So the, there's a lot of the teams' names that they like are like the, the um, they like um, the Red Tails, which is no, honors not the, good the, enough. Well, it honors yeah. the World War II air flyers that okay. fought in World War II. Um, they were the, like a, it was an all black um, uh, unit. 
uh, air unit. Uh, what so, about the Tuskegee Airmen? Well, that's what they are. Yeah, they, they were oh, exactly. That's okay. exactly they were called the red, they were called the Red Tails. Yeah. I the, didn't know that. See, so they fly, like, they, I'm learning now. No, they flew P-51s that had a red tail on them. How, how about okay. the Washington Insurrection? Yeah, yeah, right. Or, no. they, or or they also said like the Washington Reaganites, you know. So no, because uh, like the okay, so yeah, but I heard recently that we should stop calling them that. We should stop calling it an insurrection, and we should just call them what they are, and they're terrorists. So, yeah. but I don't want to call it the Washington terrorists. What if we? No. What if we? Oh my God! Okay, so well, I don't want to well, totally go all cop mode, but like, so recently they tried to. Well, no, because you don't, because of like the horrible things that some cops do, not the cops that were involved in the. In the in the capital in January sixth, I should just say it like that. But yeah. today, they may have um, voted against, or they may have voted for the Juneteenth holiday mm -hmm. today for a federal holiday. But recently, Congress, you had a bunch of Republicans who voted yeah. against the Capitol Police and right. the D.C. Police getting. Medals of Honor for what happened on your your January congressman 6th. Paul Gossard right. wants an investigation and into they, the police officer that literally shot a woman through the throat who was repeatedly Ashley breaking. Babbitt the right. one that Tucker right. Carlson is but in Blue love Lives with Matter. and very sad right. you know, but they're but they're doing this whole thing like they recently there were twenty one Republicans who voted yeah. against giving these folks the Medal of Honor yeah. so. What if we called them like the Washington Honors yeah. or something? Yeah. I mean, the football team. Like, should um, we call them that? Or I, 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 I'm trying to brainstorm ideas I, to I don't know. How, make up. For... How about the Washington Senators? That was a great name for a baseball team. Yeah, but um, the Senators they were talking about, like the um, the the. But I think why the Roman should we just give it? No, because the Senators. Think of yeah, yeah, the senator. Yeah, yes, negative. Bernie Sanders. I would vote for Mitch McConnell. Oh, no, it, it'll yeah, it'll that'll never happen because because there's nothing no. more that people hate in Washington than uh, politicians. You know, what I mean, it, it's they, right. Yeah, they. Uh, so yeah, that's not that that'll never happen. But um, uh, I I don't know what Washington's going to do. Um, I it's, I know they have several leading names and they they do these polls constantly. Um, but you know, in in. One thing you know about football is that everybody who owns a team is usually a rich asshole, and they're gonna—they don't give a shit what anybody else says, with the exception of the Green Bay Packers. Or where look at you, Daniel Stein. Yeah. So, um, well, the the Packers though, the Packers are kind of fucking over Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is over the Packers, man. He is like. Well, Aaron yeah. Rodgers is an asshole too. Yeah, he is. I mean, yeah, he's, fuck he's, Aaron Rodgers. He's an amazing player. You know what? Here's the thing I gotta say about Aaron Rodgers. Here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers was the player was the president of the NFL Players Union, and he actually did a fantastic when, job of negotiating their contract during the um, and avoiding a strike. Oh, I'm sorry, so, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, you know what? It's sometimes I didn't know that fun fact about you. But sometimes you have to be an asshole. Like if another fun fact. I like the fact that the yeah. that the the city gets to own like the people get yeah. to own the football hey, hey, team. Hey, the, hey, name, the Packers is actually named after the Meat Packers. No, the Cheese Packers. Yeah. I thought. 
Uh, cheese. Is it their cheese or meat? Yeah. Their cheese. That's why they have the cheese heads. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, it was like it was like a worker's name, you know. Yeah, because they worked in the cheese factory. Yeah, all right. We're, we're throwing this up since we're trying to get guess on Danica Patrick. Okay, <laughs> call us and tell us about your or situation with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, if you Aaron, to come Aaron, on. you can come on. Would be fair. Hello. Yeah. Why, why not go for the top of the line? I mean, just. Right. Yeah. right up the chain. Right. I mean, Aaron, right. tell us your story. Not that I wouldn't want to talk to Danica Patrick because she gets to drive even faster um, than I do. Who, 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 else, who, who else was Hello. it? Olivia Munn? Was yeah. that his other girlfriend? Before, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now he's dating somebody else. I can't recall her name. Fun fact about Olivia Munn, like there was a time when he, um, they booed they booed some people at, um, at one of the games that Olivia Munn was there. And then in his press conference, Aaron, it was like, I think it was like Barack Obama. And, and, and Aaron Rodgers goes, like, he's like, that was bullshit. You shouldn't have brewed Barack Obama. And I'm really ashamed of the fans. And everyone was like, Olivia Munn made him say it. Olivia Munn made him say it, you know? Um, so, yeah, it, it was really weird. Um, but anyway, they, they, they didn't last either. But yeah, he's notoriously difficult. You know who else yeah. is notoriously difficult? So it was today, it was revealed that... Um, Russian hackers hacked into the Teamsters uh, uh, computer database and demanded $2.5 million. <laughs> demanded $2.5 million in ransomware to release, you know, because part of ransomware is it goes in and, and takes over your system right. and you have to enter a code in order to get the ransomware out. So the FBI was like, go ahead, pay up the money. And the Teamsters were like, fuck no. And they negotiated the ransom. We know how to strike, they, motherfuckers. They negotiated the, ter- the, the the ransomware terrorists down from two point five million to like one point four. So they shaved off one point four million. It was like yeah, one point one million. They shaved off one point four million dollars after the asking price, and then they settled. They got the code to release part of their their system software, and when it came time to pay, they the teamster said. Fuck you again. We're not paying, and they didn't pay the. They didn't oh, pay the ransom. Because I was gonna say they should have. They should have done the whole thing. Guess what? We'll pay you when you can tell us and prove to us where Jimmy Hoffa's remains are. So they, and they, until you can do that, you can go fuck yourself. They 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 fuck they fuck these guys up. They didn't. They negotiated them down. They got them down one point four million dollars. They got them to release part of the, the 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 software that was held hostage. Then they didn't pay. And then when they asked them, they said, "Hey, you know, what are you going to do?" They said, "We're not worried about it because none of our none of our membership lists got leaked, and we're, we would rather just spend the money to have somebody else build another system to replace the one that's now completely corrupt." In so, case y'all didn't know, teamsters are badasses. In case you didn't know before, let me just remind you. Okay. Greatest union ever. Greatest union ever. It, it, it's like anyone who's ever been in a contract negotiation with Teamsters knows that this was going to happen. You know what I mean? Like you just. Or anyone who's ever been a Teamster <laughs> knows that some shit was not going to be pulled. Okay? Just saying. <laughs> Let's just go back to Aaron Rodgers for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom Brady's way better. He wears the 12 way better than Aaron. Dude. Okay, like when is the last time that Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl? It was a few years ago. I don't, I don't Maybe remember, but like, so. no, it was like a while ago. He, he's, he's absolutely one. Aaron Rodgers is absolutely going to be a full football hell of a Oh, definitely. As is Tom Brady. Tom Brady's the goat. Oh yeah. I mean, Tom, yeah, yeah. I, I would love. I, I, I love the comment like where Jordan like was asked to, to weigh in on Tom Brady, and he was like, "Well, yeah, yeah, he's." 
you know, he's got some talent, but he's nowhere in the competition of me. And he absolutely is, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, oh crap! Like go, Tom goes, Brady is goes like to Tampa the Bay and... Tom Brady is. Look, I people. Tom Brady is not my favorite person. Okay, I'm much more of a Gronk fan. All right, I'm a Gronk kind of gal. He was the, he was a wild cat. Well, Gronk. Anyways, did no. But let me just school. let me just make my point. I'm like you know. As a girl, as a girl who's not like a huge football person, Tom Brady, as much as I don't like him or even like to have to admit that he is like a really good fucking player. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't think that Ben Worthlessberger or, <laughs> or Aaron Rodgers, I don't think that they're... I think they're good quarterbacks. I think they were good for like the games in which they won. Yeah, sure. But do I think that you're like on that level? You're only on that level because you played in the same decades as him. I mean, seriously. And I don't even like fucking Tom Brady, but I will say that. I'm like, I don't understand why people are saying that like, Aaron Rodgers, this is great. How many Super Bowl rings does he have? One. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. So he won one year. Okay. And right. no disrespect. Good for you. That's a hard thing to do is to win the whole season. It's not like it's an easy thing to do. Could I do it? Fuck no. But, you know, to sit there and say, yeah. I mean, you probably should do like. Jimmy Garoppolo, caller. As much as I yeah. do not, as much as I do not like Tom Brady, he is a fucking really good football player. He, he, he's he, fucking amazing. Yeah, he's got he's got an amazing drive. I mean, Jesus man, who he went to Tampa Bay. You need him, to right. took him to the promise. Like line. you need yeah. to be give credit where credit is due. Yeah. And as well, much I mean, as I but, don't want to give him, but credit, they built they built an amazing team around him. I mean, the right. core of receivers. Oh, shit. It's, you know, I, I remember talking to a sports writer about Peyton Manning, and everyone's like, you know, all the all the accolades that Peyton Manning got. But you know, one of the things about Peyton Manning is, is look at the wide receiver core he had. Those guys were just amazing. They made him look so good. And and, and another thing about Brady is, you know what? He he just, I I think he's better than Peyton Manning, and I think one of the reasons is that he rises to the occasion. He's clutch. Well, yeah, and he had a shit. Yeah. Wide receivers around him in New England. Yeah, I mean, yeah. other than like Julian Edelman, Wes Walker, and some of but he also, Randy Moss. He also but, had a and that murdering one. Oh yeah, yeah, that was he was, Andrew he was a good player, yeah. but yeah. he was a murderer. Yeah, he was, was a good, good player, yeah. but fucking had CTE, yeah. and you know what? sometimes it makes you a killer. Yeah, well, yeah, he's he uh, he had some serious. But, but you know what, man? The Patriots were in a really weak division. You know, well, true. Yeah, they. I mean, all they had to do was just get through that season, and then they they just had to excel in that. Right. So you just play those three games in the playoffs yeah. and then Yeah. But hey, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take right. I'll take six rings any day. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Um, so let's rewind. Segregation. Um Oh God. What a great <clears throat> yeah, Do you guys remember Ricky this. Schroeder? Yeah. Yeah. Silver Spoons. Dude, Silver the, Spoons, yes. Okay. Yeah. Notorious alcoholic. Yeah. So um the Foo Fighters. That's true. Foo Fighters are warming up for a tour. They play this weekend at Madison Square Garden, which will be the first tour or the first band to play Madison Square Garden since COVID, full capacity. But you have to show record of your vaccine to get in. 
So they did a show in L.A. the other night, um, Gore Hill's small club, like 600 people. And Ricky Schroeder organized a protest outside the club. Shut up. Saying that having to show your vaccine card is just like segregation. Okay, Marjorie Trailer Green. Uh, yeah. What the fucking fuck? Yeah. And whose star is bigger, Dave Grohl or Ricky Schroeder? Wait a second. Wait a second. Okay. Well, obviously Dave Grohl. But this isn't... Okay. Excuse me. But Ricky Schroeder, this is a learning <laughs> opportunity for you. Because even Marjorie Trailer Green has gone now to the Holocaust Museum. Okay. And she snow. has realized... She has downplayed her. She has been like, I did not know. No, let me interject. What had happened? And I have under now the, learned. She was also under the threat of being I censured again by her own committee members right. if she didn't go. She's, oh, okay. Well, she's now under like where she's not yeah. going to get as many campaign they've, donations. They've withdrawn that. Yeah. So she had to go to this museum. But Ricky Schroeder. I'm just saying there is the um, National Civil Rights Museum that you could go to and you could like learn. But, and, and yet again, we go back to this, this, this whole You could learn concept what segregation is really about. Well, but, I mean, but it's this concept of zero sum game. Like, you know, if, if you, you know, if you require people to get vaccinated, that you're taking something away from somebody else. It's, it's just a public service, man. I mean, and, but on that note though, isn't yeah. that what, Conserves are for that, therefore, less regulation. So, and therefore, business interests like um, people are free to do business. So, no. if a business want you know wants to make a rule, then you can choose not to do business with them. So, you can choose not to see the Foo Fighters if you're not yeah. vaccinated. Yeah. True. It goes and, both ways. And I think one of one of the one of the one of the ones said like you know you don't have to get vaccinated but you you will have to pay like fourteen hundred dollars. That was yeah. that was at some oh, was that some one? place in Florida. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They said you know it's sixteen dollars a ticket to see like Ariana Grande or fourteen hundred dollars if you don't want to be vaccinated. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I I, I just keep, somebody told somebody really propositioned. Well, hopefully right they're going to donate if they if there is somebody who pays the fourteen hundred dollars. Hopefully they will donate all that money to COVID relief. Yeah. Or I'm just putting and that out it, there. It's, I think even a more relevant one is um, you saw the decision from the Supreme Court where um, a group of uh, nurses in Houston, at the, one of the largest, uh, uh, I think it was like Methodist Houston, one of the largest uh, hospitals in all of Texas, right. told their new nursing staff either you get vaccinated or you find another job. And so they mm -hmm. they went there and they they brought the lawsuit and they said like no this isn't this is fair, it, it, but case law actually goes this goes all the way back to like I think I, I believe it's like 1915 where there was a similar law, lawsuit because people didn't want to get vaccinated for polio. Why don't they just bring up all those shot records then and say look yeah. we what in those situations like why can't they go back and say look. Back on this date, we require that all nurses got vaccinated for smallpox, got vaccinated they, for polio, yeah. got vaccinated for whatever, you know. Well, the Supreme Court dismissed it. They said that no, this this this, this has no merit. It's we're not going to hear this case, and basically it's done. I mean, and so they tried to appeal the case, and and they appealed it to the Supreme Court. It got denied. 
But it, one of the things was is that I mean this is settled law. Like even back almost 100 years ago, people said like you have to get it's a public good in order to get vaccinated. You know. And more importantly, how in the fuck have we become more dumber? Like how have we become more like more dumber where we're like, oh, this is like preventative measures. Go fuck yourself. I don't uh, want to be a part of that. Like, why, no, why are we like, that's, you that's, know what? Face, we've come face, out. Facebook. Yeah. Facebook. Because. We've yeah. come out with, like, science and, like, technology and modern medicine. But, you, but you're like, go fuck yourself. Like, yeah, it, well, it, I it, don't want a part of that. It, it, it's social media. You, you watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix, didn't you? I know. I have seen it, but I'm like, but I'm still trying to figure out in people's mind where they're like, at the end of the day, where they're like, I don't give a fuck that all this stuff happened in the past, that like, that like there were smallpox vaccinations, that there was, you know, like we lived through the Black Plague, that there was like polio vaccinations. I don't care. That these that these other vaccinations were successful. I don't want any fucking part of this. Like, how did we get to this point where it's almost like, how did we uh, get so stupid? Tribalism. It's got to be it, that. It, 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 I mean, it, it's left. It, it it's left versus it's right. Like, there, let there, me throw all my cares out the window and be like, nope, I'm gonna go with this. There's no common ground in the middle. It, it's either you're on this side or the this side. This team, that team, because just just like the Super Bowl, I just want to be on the side of living. No, it's it's like Super Bowl. You're either a Patriots fan or a 49ers fan, and there's no common ground in between. Yeah, but you know, there's other teams. Like you're well, like, yeah, okay, it's yeah. not the end all be all, and then like somebody right, else right, will but, be in there next year. But but you know, here's here, here's the point. But in the political system, there is not a third team to go with, not a good one. You might have the Washington. You might have the. You might have the left, the right, so and, the, and the Washington football teams. team. Teams. We need more teams. Yes, because if we, we had, if, if need we had teams. more teams, folks. Yeah, third parties. Oh, thank you. We're, gonna be We're getting food. All right. All right. So. We're like prepping food. So, Peter, what if, what are we doing for food tonight? So. Um, we actually have a recipe for crab cakes, um, and typically what we would do is you cook it and then you kind of mound it down into like these little balls. You could eat it the way it is, or you could um, uh, you could you know, basically kind of sear it on a grill um, and then make kind of like a, make, make a really crust patty on it and stuff like that. Um, uh, but uh, we just kind of just went ahead and did it just like that. Um, anyway. Uh, but yeah, it, so it's a recipe that involves with uh, our Bootsy's high tone white barbecue sauce as well as our whiskey uh, seasoning that we we had earlier eaten on the um, the uh, um, cheese balls. So <laughs> holy shit, that's good. <laughs> it's so good and so hot. Like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, uh, uh, and it's fresh off the oven, man. I just this, this, cool. this is the first time we've actually eaten on the podcast. We usually eaten take a while break. Talking. Yeah, we either eat while talking or we take a break or eat before or after. Sorry, actually, I have to make sure. I forgot to put it, add in some lemon juice, but yeah, it should be fine. Um, yeah, yeah. So, and it, it, so with the crab, what you use, like, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and post you, send you guys the, the, the recipe. Um, you use two pounds of lump crab meat, and I swear to Christ, I don't know what's going on. But I, I went to, uh, we have a restaurant 
a supply store that is caters only to restaurants. Um, it's below wholesale prices. Mm -hmm. I went there to buy some lump crab meat. They have usually four different types. You have blue crab and, and then just different types of crab. You know, show, you could claw meat, this different leg meat. I went there, they were completely sold out. I, I went to th three different stores in Kingman and you know, unfortunately, I had to go with what we had went with. But yeah, it is. Well, man, I don't know what's going on with crabs, but it may, maybe I guess they're out of season. Um, anyway, uh, it's it's if you get a chance to buy some crab meat, buy it, man. <laughs> well, this is still good though. Yeah. Even with the imitation crab, yeah, it's like still pretty delicious. You know what? Well, we well there, there's only one kind of crab that is running rampant through Kingman, but it's not like the seafood. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Crap, crap. <laughs> oh my God, that's delicious. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, so let's, uh, let, let's backtrack, because Pete, this is your first time in Kingman in how long? Um, it's been definitely been about two or three years, I think. You know, um, so we, uh, my, my grandfather passed away uh, about six months ago, and because of COVID restrictions, it's taken us this long to arrange his funeral. Um, Did he, he die from COVID? No, he didn't. He was old oh. age. Um, you know, he he was as well in his nineties. He lived a great life. Um, uh, he was a uh, he was in he served in World War II. He was an artilleryman, and um, like a lot of other people, he volunteered uh, to serve when he was. He, he went in there and lied about his age, and served signed up uh, for the army uh, at the age of seventeen, and when he was he fought in the Eastern Theater. Uh, he he had a um, he was born with a photographic memory, and so oh, he cool. yeah he so he had a um, like that lady from Taxi yeah oh really the, the show yeah Mary Lou Henner Mary yeah okay great yeah seriously like Google search it later like she can remember everything well and so he 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 served with the artillery unit um, in, in 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 Germany and then was later because he had this ability to memorize maps. Um, oh, cool. They they sent him to the Army Air Corps, and so he actually started flying on bombing runs over Germany because he could memorize the maps and um, make the bombing runs more accurate, even if it was like you know overcast and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, he serves his country, and um, we he had a uh, he was interned at the um, Veterans uh, um, Cemetery in um, camp, at Camp Navajo. Uh, and you know, which is south of Flagstaff, and uh, it was a very nice ceremony. Um, it was a military funeral, and um, you know the uh, uh, um, the uh, it's very um, it, it's there's a lot of gravity involved. There's a very seriousness involved, um, and it's it's very honoring. Um, you know the the the, the Honored the the color guards when they present the um, my mom with the flag. It was it was really serious, and and so it was um, it, it was a great tribute to him. He would have definitely liked it. So so anyway, was yeah. It, was it on the Navajo Nation? No, it, it, it's called Camp Navajo, but it's like south of Flagstaff. Um, it's like right outside of Williams. Uh, so oh, okay. It probably has its roots back to you know um, you know the um, uh, you know when the the military units were there pacifying the Indians and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, so anyway, um, it was my first time back and, and we decided to, uh, uh, you know, kind of help out one of our, there's a retail store that actually features Bootsy's barbecue. And, uh, we went ahead and did like a little demo there 
And um, it went really well. Yeah, let's plug that west to third here in Kingman. Yeah, fantastic. And shout out to Sarah Ferry, man. She just bust her ass to like make Sarah sure. Rocks. Yeah, we love Sarah. We I love mean, her. I, she, she, I came there and we planned this out about a week ago. And I was like, you know, here's a list of some like things I would like to have. Um, including like a four by three uh, table, and she got everything and more. You know, she we we had a, we had some guys playing. Um, they were playing uh, two acoustic guitar players were playing music there. Um, the place was packed. We sold out within an hour and a half. And so Sweet. yeah, like like we cleared out all the inventory they had in the back. Like they were bringing up boxes of of sauce that they had. And um, yeah, because we cleared out everything on the shelf, and then we went through, you know, after an hour and a half, then they went back and pulled everything out of inventory. So did you already get a new order in for like mm-hmm. this weekend? Because mm-hmm. they're probably going to be back down there to like try to buy more sauce. Every, they're, <laughs> they're they're completely sold out. I mean, unfortunately, everything has to should be shipped out of Memphis. Um, but yeah, they're they're like there's there's two bottles of hottest funk barbecue sauce left. So. Yeah, if you guys want some hot, oh, yes. oh my yeah, gosh. I, I need to reload on that. Yeah, that's that's. that's I know. I need left. to get some of that. You, do you like the hot? Yet. Huh? Do you like the hot? Yeah, we yeah. Did, a couple weeks. That ago, one's good. A couple weeks ago in the podcast, um, we did uh, the ribs. The oh, hottest yeah. and my yeah. mouth was on fire. I was yeah. like, I need to get one of these. Like, I like yeah. that one. That one's well, one of my favorites. And so Aaron was there, and Stephanie was there, and Stephanie yeah. was like, I cannot eat the hot. Do not serve it to me. I tried mm-hmm. to eat the ribs, right, right. and it literally burned my mouth off. So she um, says that on the show too. Does she? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she was there, and so I, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take care of you, and we we went through like three different sauces. And um, found one that she really, really likes. So, oh, okay. So yeah. she was able to get one. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So you had food down there today? We, uh, so we, I packed two, two and a half pounds of pork shoulder that I smoked um, when I was in, in uh, Memphis. And we smoked it with some hickory wood. And it's, you know, that's, that's a, a wood that you're not going to find in this region. You know, so it was very unique. Right. Um, which I was really excited about to bring it out here to everybody. Um, we, we brought that and we had some, uh, the, the, the pork shoulder available. We did chopped, um, we did some chopped pork and then, um, the, the baker, I believe it was the bearded, bearded, bearded baker. The bearded baker. Yep. Yeah. Be- he, bearded baker. He did like little rolls for us so we could make, um, uh, little, uh, sliders. Oh my God. And so that we, guy's awesome. Yeah. We had some sliders there and, um, like, I mean, we had a line, like there was a line of people. You know, just yeah. to, just to get yeah. the food. Truth, so. truth be told, we would have been there, but I just recently started a new job, and snow was working too. So, oh man, I, I'm I'm sorry, you guys. It, it was a great it was a great event, uh, and like I tried to hold those two rolls for you guys at the very. I'm like, you know what? I'm holding this there, yeah. and then Aaron Ricka showed up, and he was like, "Hey, fuck them, give them to me." And I was like, "Dude, this is for." Yeah, thank you, Aaron. He 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 was like he's like, "Hey, are they here yet?" I'm like, no, no. Erin, you suck. I'm like, no. I go, I go. Snow, Snow can't get here because she's working late. And I go, and then you know, um, you know, you got you got the new gig, and yeah. so, and he, I go, they're gonna be coming a little bit late. And Erin's just like, they snooze, they lose, man. You know, just you know, so. Well, you know what, Erin, uh, we'll you don't get. He got he got the hot crab, and he got the hot rolls. and he was like he's like I haven't had the hot yet. I'm like okay, I'll show you the hot. And he was like, oh, it's burning my mouth. It's so good, you know. Yeah, so yeah, I remember that. That right, sounds right. like him, but he didn't get right, crab um, cakes, so fuck yeah, him. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> hey. All right, let's do, do one thing, and then, then we're going to backtrack a little bit. Um, how come you didn't bring the pineapple mustard 
sauce. So we've got two. So it, it, the pineapple mustard that I have is an advanced prototype, and we've sent it off to FDA to get cleared. Right. It's been in FDA for that over. Does, that doesn't mean that you kind of like I could some in your bag. I could have. Yeah. Um, yeah, we could have. You know. There are some, you know, when you travel, you know, you get up there in the plane and, you know, you just never know what the pressure is going to make everything blow all over the place. But it, 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 it is, we are going to send you guys some. I know uh, that, yeah. you know, trust me, if anyone's going to get some, it's going to be y'all. Right, um, cool. But yeah, it, um, we're, we've had to push it back. We were hoping to have it by Memorial Day. Now we've pushed it back. Uh, we're hoping to have it out by um, um, the 4th of July. So. Snow, Snow and I were texting back and forth, going, "What the fuck is wrong with him? How come you didn't bring it?" <laughs> it, it, it it's, it's, it's. I was like, I just wanted drops with the mustard. I know it's and really, I was like, really good. Oh my god! But no, it's fine. It's all good. Yeah. As long yeah, as you yeah, get we, him we here by Fourth of July. Come hell or high water, we'll get him to y'all. Even if I can send y'all an advanced prototype. <laughs> but the crab cakes are wonderful. This is so amazing right now, you guys. Yeah. Like this. What I'm eating, um, if I could describe it to you, it would be like like a light crab flavor with tons of cheese, good spices, um, and then they're like on these little bread cake things that everything just melts in your right, mouth. And it's you, so um, good. We'll have pictures up on so, that. Like it's buttery and creamy. And we'll have pictures on delicious. our Facebook page. With like that right oh, amount of spice that just kicks right to it. I feel we'll, like I'm one of those food judges. We'll, we'll have to post the recipe on this. Yeah, we should. We should yeah. on this one. Because mm. this one, like, you will definitely want to try this. Like, it is so melt-in-your-mouth goodness. Right. And it goes really good with beer. So, you should have a beer, too, while you're eating this. <laughs> you know what uh, we should do? Okay, so we get the mustard. Right. Oh my God. I've already got our 4th of July planned. We have a podcast on the 4th of July because we'll be back from Bill Burr. So we'll have plenty of talk to talk about. Okay. Yep. Then we make the crab dip. Hopefully we have the mustard. We make brats too. This would be like the oh, perfect oh meal. Oh my God. Yeah. You can't get more fucking American than that. Can you? <laughs> hey, let's just follow up on the last episode. Um, you know how I was I was talking about the girl who sent me the picture of somebody else's ass? Oh, on last, yes. On the last one. Our friend from Portland. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, with all that's going on between, you know, everything I'm going through and, you know, new job and shit, I forgot her birthday because she blocked me on, to be fair, she blocked me on Facebook. She blocked me too. So yeah. I didn't know when her birthday was either. Well, she sent me like in like a nasty text message saying, "You forgot my birthday. I am blocking you." And, and I, at first, I tried to apologize. I'm like, "Ah, I'm going through a lot, and what? you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm thinking about all this shit." Pete's like, "What?" You know, clearly Pete doesn't listen to all of our podcasts. I know, we talked about this on the last I, podcast. I think it's just insane that somebody would block you. Okay. Would block you for that. I mean, have she never had a birthday before? I mean, it'd be like, yeah. happy birthday. Well, if happy I would not, and it, it came up in my yeah. Facebook memories the next day that oh, it was her birthday yesterday. But I was starting a new job that day, so I didn't send. Hey, I'm sorry, you I missed your birthday. You know what I will say right now though, but that's fucking face. That's a Facebook thing because guess what? I keep telling people like I miss everyone's birthday because. 
I don't know, for whatever reason, Facebook has stopped sending me the notifications, the birthday notifications. So I'm like, now I look like a total dildo to all my friends <laughs> because I never say happy birthday. So I feel like I have to do this blanket statement at the end of the year. And my friends who have birthdays like mm -hmm. on December 30th or the 31st are real lucky because then I'm actually that, on the right date. That, and I'm like, that is a happy birthday idea. to all my friends I, that I missed this year because fuck Mark Zuckerberg for not telling me. I've tried, yeah. I have tried to go into the settings. No, because I noticed this was happening. I noticed it was happening because it's like it didn't even tell me people that I, I have their birthday memory, like my mother or whatever. Like it never said, hey, like I'm friends with my mom on Facebook, all right? All right, Snow, so what's my birthday? Well, yours is April 18th. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the that. easy one. Snap, she got it. And I know like, like PETA's just passed. It's true. And I, yeah, and, I don't And yours just passed. Right. But you guys probably, you guys both got the notifications because I got happy birthdays from you. I didn't, but I just know that you're a Taurus. I don't get, okay, so Mark Zuckerberg, if you're listening, you robot of a fucking man. I mean, you look like a fucking robot. You look like what AI has created. For us. You know, you're, you're, you're going to get us taken down, the Facebook page taken down. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Listen, fuckface, I have tried to go into the settings time and time again and say, I have clicked on, I have clicked off, I have clicked on, I have clicked off to try to get you to reset my things to give me the birthday notification so that I can at least tell my friends happy fucking birthday. Or in my own special loving way, okay? You have not allowed me to do so, sir. I've tried it a million fucking times, so I finally gave up. But okay. if any of my friends are listening right now, if I missed your birthday, happy fucking birthday to each and every one of you. Okay, happy, before we wrap up this, happy birthday to the first anniversary of our podcast. Uh... <laughs> Tell your story that you didn't say last week. What? Oh, my God. Yeah, but we were going... I thought I was telling this, like, on a dating episode once. This is, this is what it's turned into. <laughs> then we were going back to Pete. Okay. Uh, I would just like to add that... No, because I, th I think Pete should hear the story. Like, oh, as a reminder of what not to do if you're a man on a dating site? Well, no, he's he's happily married, so... No, no, I know. That's why I, I know. I'm no, just but making the, the, the joke. No, this, like, this will make him appreciate why he's happily married. And he doesn't have right, to deal with the right, shit yeah. that we have oh, to deal with. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, but mine's more of like a story. Like if you're... I, I should probably just tell a story about I this just point. Got so I had a dude that <laughs> never had this Strap experience happen before. But like... I don't know much about this feller except for, and I say feller because um, I think it's funnier than saying fella. But anyways, uh, so this feller is from, the only thing I know about him is he is from Philadelphia. Born and raised. There's a check right there. Yes. And then um, he, one strike. so I said, why is it that 
Because he said, oh, I like and the, wait, wait, I like wait, the wait, West Coast so wait, much why, better. Wait, because football, Eagles fans are the fucking worst. They're the fucking worst. Yes. Okay. They're the fucking worst. Okay. Continue. Next to Raiders okay. fans. So, yeah. So, oh, Raiders fans. <laughs> no, the Ra- Raiders fans are getting better because they're going to be they're gonna be Vegas, so. I've got a story for about yeah, Raider, my experience with Raiders fans. Okay. But, yeah. All right. Back to this. Okay. So, I go, well, wh- how, how come you... Like, what brought you out to Las Vegas? Oh, well, the East Coast is like, I don't like the East Coast. I'm like, okay, I don't know much about the East Coast. I mean, I've only been to New York so far, but like, so what's the big deal with the East Coast? Well, then he starts laying in, he's like, East Coast people are like cynical, like West Coast people are so much more friendly, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like sitting there like cringing because I'm like... I always felt I'd better the East Coast, you know, because when I think of the East Coast, I think of people who, like, just tell you things straight up, like, tell it like it is, and I'm kind of more like that than, like... Like me, Snow? Yeah, like, you don't really want to, like, go through this whole grandiose thing, you know, you're just like, well, this is how it is, and I'm... And you're not meaning to hurt anyone's feelings, you're just, like, being honest, right? Anyways... Getting to the point of this guy. So he goes immediately into the sex talk, which is something that Snow's like. Snow likes sex, but Snow is like, you know, I would like to at least meet you in person before you're going to go down this road with me, you know? Like, it's like highly inappropriate. He's like, hey, baby. Yeah, well, he's just like, um... We talked a couple of times on the phone, and he talked about, like, he's one of those, I want to get in your head. I like to get in women's heads. And I'm like, (laughs) great, so you sound like a mental mind fuck already, you know? Like, okay. But whatever, you know? So I'm like, I usually let people roll with their things because I'm like, you know, I I try to be, like, a super accepting person. Anyways, so he starts doing, like, the whole phone sex thing. Out of the blue. Like, I had no idea it was happening until I start hearing all these noises in the background. Uh, wait, wait, wait. How do you so, have... So he's having phone sex, but you are not. But I'm completely unaware right. so, of the so phone he, sex he, going right. on. Right. Until just I'm like... The whoa, 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 whoa. So then I'm kind okay, of like... Do you get the picture? Get, I, I, get what's going I, I, on? I'm just, I'm, I'm just imagining, like... Because anybody who knows Snow knows that, you know... She she's in bed by nine o'clock, and I'm just imagining her like right. home saying like, "So how was your day?" Oh well, it was great. It was a great day. You know, I mean, I worked hard, and oh yeah, did you work hard? And she's like, "Yeah, I worked hard." And like, wait, what's that sound in the background? Exactly. Are you really? It is like that. Okay, that's how it. That's how it escalated. You know. How you? I mean, I, I think much like the real sex. You know, uh, uh, phone sex has to be. Um, there has to be multiple. multiple you would people. think that you would yeah. want it, it to be like reciprocal, right? right. right. Like right. It, there would right. be some sort there's, of like. Yeah, there's a way to ease into it. Right. You know, and there is so a very fine line. So all I hear is this like heavy breathing and like, ugh, ugh. You know, like I, I don't even know if I'm imitating that good. I don't know if I'm that good of an actress, but so, you know. so, so basically, you're like. So, God, work was so hot today, and you're like, oh, bet it was hot. <gasps> Something like that. Kind of like that, yes. 
And then I'm like, and then like, I mean, cause like I, maybe I have like an innocent mind. I didn't know what was going on sure at first. And then I'm like, so I'm like, no, I know. But I, well, I mean, if people just come at me with the stuff that I'm like, okay, but it's like, then like them. You ever think that he might listen to this podcast and just be- He doesn't <gasps> listen to the podcast, okay? Sure? Anyways, but he's like, so previously he had sent me all these pictures anyways. He goes, he's like, he's all, here's one. This is my friend and she's with her husband. She really loves to suck cock. Like that's her fantasy. So he sends me a video of this woman sucking his cock. While her husband's watching. Well, I told you this guy could be. I know. I told you. <laughs> okay. No, this gets this gets even so much more. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so then I'm like, I'm like okay, and I'm trying to like be like. How do you, so how, do you like, how are you supposed to respond to that? Like, what's it? What's the expectation? You know, I don't. Like, I think I just blew that off because I was kind of I mean, like, but, well, but, I'm trying to be accepting, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, that. I think I said that sounds interesting. Oh god! What else? Do you so say? you encouraged it? Yeah. I guess I ended up doing that, but I was like so uncomfortable, and that's like what my reaction was, and then that just made him like react more, because then I got a text of. Um, a gentleman that was like a good looking guy and he's like I want to send you this one because he goes I'm thinking well okay wait first I should backtrack a little bit so he tells me he goes yeah I had this one experience where two of my friends my lesbian friends were making out with me and they had me blindfolded and so they were going down on me like they were sucking my cock. I should just say it like this is my show. I'm allowed to say whatever yeah. I want, right? Yeah. So they were sucking my cock. He goes, <laughs> and then he goes, so then they like obviously it changed or whatever. Some he goes, but they had had me blindfolded and then they took off the blindfold at the end. And I realized that a guy was sucking my cock. And I was like. Oh my God, now I have to go to therapy. This is all from this guy, right? He goes, mm -hmm. I have to go to therapy because I realized that I really liked it. So that's why he's into all this mind stuff, right? Like, this is the weirdest experience I've ever had, like, with phone sex and whatnot. So he's like, so then he starts sending me these pictures. I go, wow, that's kind of like kind of interesting. Like, I mean, it's like the psychology that goes mm -hmm. behind it. So I guess that turned him on even more. Like, I just oh seem to gosh. dig myself into this rabbit hole, right? You're trying to be supportive <laughs> of this right. guy and his like, and, and morbid fantasies. And, you know. and I kind of like, like the psychology stuff because I'm like, okay, the way that the human mind works, yeah. right? So he starts sending me these pictures of this, like, good-looking guy. And he goes... He goes, take a look at this guy for me. I want you to help me decide who I'm going to let take my ass virginity. I want you to help me to decide. Wow. And I'm like thinking. This is a rabbit hole. Whoa. Wait a second. Like, dude, I don't. I have only talked to you for three days. Whoa. I have never met you in person. Whoa. That's very And crazy. you want me to help you decide who. What guy you're going to 
Like, you've already... Okay, so he's already been a giver to another guy. He told me that. But, but he was he's never been yeah. a receiver to another guy. You know, and he's like, so I'm thinking that I will go with this guy. So I go... That's quite a leap. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, so we've only talked for three days. You know what I mean? I'm like, makes perfect sense that I'm the one that helped you. And I go, I'm looking at this guy. This guy's a hot guy. Like, you showed me his dick. Was he impressive? Pretty impressive. Yeah. I'm like, you should go for it. You should. You should. How, how long did it take before the dick pic arrived? I'm curious about this. Like... Maybe like twelve hours. Maybe like five hours. Five you know, hours. Like I, I don't know. Like uh, you know, um, it, it, it's funny that uh, uh, being in a long term relationship. You know, I, I let me just tell guys that women are not impressed with your penis as much as you're impressed with your penis. And this is coming from, you know, this is my 13th year of being married. Speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to be really honest. You know, um, women just are not. You know, if you really, really, really want to impress a woman, uh, do the fucking dishes and fold the laundry. That mm -hmm. is like, you know, there's there's a, there's there are women that will like really give you a blowjob for that. You know, that's all you have to do is just when they come home without them asking you, have the dishes done and uh, fold the laundry. And that's all you got to do, man. Yeah, be you thoughtful. To, you don't have to do a whole, I mean, it, 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 you know, but um, this whole thing of like, you know, like, hey, check out my dick, you know, um, I would say probably about the majority of women are not that impressed. So, sir, <laughs> if you really want to get into women's heads. Yeah. Start doing the laundry. A ask them. Ask, ask them how many time, how many, how many folds they would like their their towels to be folded. You know. Right. Ask them what um, kind of. Uh, 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 you know. And and I want to send this message out there to SiriusXM. Howard and Robin are going to be retiring in like another four and a half years. So keep yeah. us in mind because Snow and I are the new Howard and Robin. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, how do we transition from that to? God, back to Pete. Do you have any crazy girl stories back in your youth? You know, um, when I was dating, um, uh, I had I had some I had some crazy. It was it, uh, dating in the South was was awesome. Um, <clears throat> wait, dating in the South is awesome. How was dating in Kingman? Um, you know, I I didn't do date a whole lot, Kingman, when I was here. Um, yeah, you know, it neither was do we. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it, it was because um, it's hard. Yeah, um, I I I I had a long term relationship with a girl who cheated on me constantly, um, and um, it, you know, I think everybody goes through that stage where they have somebody who it's like uh, the sex is great, but she or he is absolutely crazy. And it's just there's a lot of infidelity involved, and um, you look back and you regret the fact that you you passed up on all the other people that probably would have treated you a lot better. But you know, at that time, you're just looking to have you're just looking to have fun, you know. Um, and so, do you ever tell her I'm a lawyer now, asshole? You know, it was crazy because she, she would continue to call me even after she was married and ask me advice on stuff, you know, like you know dealing with kids and stuff like that. And and and, and it was like. Um, I, I, there's a phrase of like it's called psychic vampires and um it, it, i finally told her i was like you know what i can't handle your shit like i don't want to deal with it anymore and she was really offended she's like you know what i've been you know when i talk to my husband about these issues he tells me to call you 
And I'm like, I don't want to fucking talk to you about this stuff. Like, this is like... You her husband to, doesn't want to deal with her either. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's, it was, it's, it's emotionally draining and I don't want to be, I don't want that. You know what I mean? And so I kind of, re, I reached a point in my life where I didn't want to have to deal with that anymore. Um, and I told her that and that's, that was kind of like the last time I'd heard of her. Um, but, um, I, so you did not go visit her on this trip. No, you didn't even say hello. No, no, I don't. I, I definitely, I, I, I avoid all that. It's just not. It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not productive. It's, there's just like nothing that's going to come good out of it. You know. Um, uh, I, I, I think the craziest one that always left me really head scratching was, um, I had a, I dated a girl that we went out and it was we met with her and like three of her friends and. Um, and uh, anyway, it was most of the conversation was just me kind of hanging out and like her and her friends talking. And then she was like, okay, I'm ready to go back and see your place, you know? And so I was like, all right. You know, so that was, that was interesting. Um, and then um, I remember she, she told me that, um, uh, that her period is in like two weeks and we could do anal then, you know? And I was like, I was like, okay, uh, you know? And so this was like, you know, after, this was like during our first date. Um, but the one that really left me head scratching the most Oh, I, I, so I, I, when I was, when I was single, I had this really sweet sports car. Um, and it was all like slammed down and like, you know, you know, that, what, I, was, I, what was I, it? Uh, it was a Ford, um, uh, God, I'm trying to think of the name of it. It, it was the, uh, SVT Ford and, but it was a four door. It was, it, I'm trying to think of the name of it. Um, anyway, uh, and it was that I bought it when I was living in Phoenix and it, Perfectly fit in Phoenix, but then you know I moved out to the South, and uh, it did not fit in so well in the South. Um, nobody else had anything like it, you know. Um, oh God, what is it? Anyway, um, but <laughs> this girl, you know, we we I went and pick. I went to pick. I went to meet with her, and she was having a picnic with her family, and she could not fit in the front seat of my my car, my sports car, and it was like it had like the formed racing seats right you know what i mean and it had like you know it wasn't a five pin like latch but it was damn near close to it and it was stick shift and like she could not fit in the front seat and that, she that had was like a really big butt yeah or? she was a big girl but like the she like catfished me because like the photo i like big butts and i can't well and it was what was awkward is like i was mad because she catfished me and and I remember driving her, and she was like, you know, I, I could be really good to you. I'm like, you, 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 you don't do that move where you kind of like cruise oh. by before the end and go. I yeah no. So I went. Keep on I went driving. to the. I went to the uh, the date. And, oh my god! And it's it was like her Friday movie when that girl's like, I look just like Janet Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and 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 so. Um, yeah, that was that was so awkward, and, and I went there and I spent the entire time playing with her nephews and, and niece and nephew, and like they were you know like uh, six and seven, and you know we were like playing hide and seek and stuff like that, and I just did everything I could not to interact with her, um, and then I drove her home, and she was like, you know, I could be really good to you, and I was like, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm, you know, it, it just, I, it, it wasn't the fact that that she was a big girl, but just that she lied to me, and then you know she like literally couldn't put the seatbelt on, and it was just awkward. And I just, I just couldn't do awkward. But the weirdest date I had was a girl that was, she was a wildlife biologist. And um, she told me that, and I, you know, we were talking, I'm like, well, what do you like to do? And she's like, you know, I like to go to like Barnes and Noble and kind of check stuff out. I'm like, okay, cool. 
you know, I mean, I could, I could get that, you know, you, you know, what, like, what's your favorite book? And, you know, we, we talked, she told me her favorite book was Where the Wild Things Are. And I'm like, oh, okay. yeah, you're right, right, right. You're just yeah. like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, you know. So, well, you're like, I like that book too. Right, like, you know, like, like who doesn't book? like that? I mean, yeah, I mean, great author, you know, is, um, you know, and so. Um, Shitty movie, but yeah. Right, right. And so we, 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 went, we went out for dinner and then um, it, it was like, you know, you could kind of feel sometimes when the chemistry isn't lining up really well. But she was like, well, you know, there's a Barnes & Noble right next to the, the restaurant. And I chose the restaurant specifically because there's Barnes & Noble. I'm like, hey, you know, anyway, you want to go there? We could look, look at books and stuff like that. And so she went in there and pulled out like a bunch of like National National Geographic like DVDs and stuff like that that they have there because maybe just have that audio video area where you could buy yeah. stuff and like these are like $70 stuff and she's like you know hey do you want to buy this for me and uh, I'm thinking to myself no, like I don't I did I was like I do not want to buy that for you oh. you know I mean like no. um, like first date like probably not going to do that you know and um, and so yeah that was how the date ended and I was thinking to myself like I mean, who who does who goes on a first date and is like hits the guy up to buy him a bunch of shit, you know, at Barnes and Noble? Um, princesses or yeah. chicks that think they're princesses. It was really hot, you know. So um, anyway, yeah, that was that was probably my weirdest awkward date. I think, and I was probably there. Probably there's a few yeah. other ones, but yeah. Um, that's one of those things where you come back and you're like questioning yourself. You're like, what is it that she saw in me that was like. Hey, this guy's gonna buy me a bunch of shit, you know. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, I can't even answer that. Like, as a woman, have you ever like, gone and like asked? Uh, I mean, no. Has a guy? Have you? Has a guy ever bought you stuff? You know, and said, you know what, I want you to have this. No, only like maybe like flowers. I think, and that was like such a '90s thing to do. Like, guys don't even do that anymore. I'm that way. Which well, is wait, fine. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Which is I, fine. I, 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 I don't did, care. If guys I did don't. just do that recently. I sent some. Yeah, flowers. but not on your first date. You're not showing up there with flowers. Oh no, not on the first. No, date. that's what. But that's what he was saying. Maybe, maybe like, after the first date. Yeah. No, that's nice. That's like a nice gesture to send the flowers like that. That is a nice thing to do. Hopefully, well, hopefully I wasn't creeping there. Well, I mean, but in the like, the, the, the flowers, <laughs> does that, now, like, does the flowers, is that after, like, the date has been, has, uh, the relationship has been consummated? You know, so is, is that a post-sex thing? Was it? It was after the date. Okay. Was consummated. Was it? Uh, was it after I, that I'm point? not going to say. No comment. No comment. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um. So. But yeah, um, I, I, that's totally appropriate yeah. to do it then. I mean, you like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, yeah. that's kind of saying like, "Thank you, you were really fucking awesome." Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah. honestly, like, like, but to show up like, I don't know. I don't feel like guys need to show up with flowers like on a first date. Like, it is kind yeah. of like. Why? I, I mean, well, that was something romantic that like guys did back in the day. Let me but... ask you this: Like, do you, if a guy offers to, if so, that was before Two Life Crew came around, yeah. you know? Okay, and then guys turned into that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, um, I've had I've heard women talk about dates where they go on a date with a guy and the guy orders for them without even asking them what they like, and he's just like, "She's gonna have this." Oh God! You know what I mean? Horrible. Ew! Like, no, I would not be for that. You like, know. Um, I've never been on a date like that. I've been on a date where the guy asked 
what I wanted and then ordered for me, and I was fine with that. Was it like a Mexican know? restaurant where they only spoke Spanish, and he spoke Spanish and knew that you didn't, you know? Or? No, it was like it was like an English-speaking no, one, I, which I don't care because, like, I'm not – okay, I am a feminist, but I'm not, like, that much of a feminist where I'm like, you will not fucking order for me. If you, they want to do that because they think it's a nice gesture – now, however, I will say, if you think that, like, that means you're going to, like, get into my pants later, like, I don't think so, because that's where the feminists will roll out, you know? And I will decide if you will or not. <laughs> no, on, on said first date, though, um, we met for lunch, and it was at a place she knew, and it was at a place that I know nothing about. So I'm looking at the menu going, I don't know what's good, and I'm like, you know what? You just order. Well, okay. You, you just ordered. Yeah, she, but she, that's she knew. fine. And it was amazing. Well, and, and so, so like, I think there's that power dynamic when you go on a date. Obviously, you want to know about enough about somebody. You're you're compelled to make them happy. And and so, like, like I've taken people out on dates where they've said, like, you know what? This is my favorite food. And I'm like, you know what? I have a surprise for you. I have a place that's, that is, makes the best of what you like. I'm going to take you there and, you know, and then I want you to kind of, you know, be involved in that and stuff like that. So Since you live in Memphis, was yeah. it the arcade? Just tell me it was the arcade. Just let that idea roll. <laughs> yeah. The arcade is amazing. Yeah. I, so. I could live and die there. It, like, seriously, if I was going to be executed, mm -hmm. I could order a meal from there and know that I would be like dying happy. Yeah. yeah. Amazing yeah. food. Amazing. That was Elvis's like, favorite diner. Yeah. They, and they're I the can ones see the, why. Yeah, they they created the um, the, the peanut butter banana, and banana yeah, sandwich for him. Yeah, yeah, that's the one where okay, like right when you go in the front door, like there's the booth that's marked off uh -huh. and no one's allowed to sit in it. Wasn't that Elvis's booth? Well, like it, it, it wasn't something. anybody was allowed to sit in it, but when he came in, people were like, okay, you got to get it. Like the king is here, and he liked to sit by there by the back door, so that way if his fans rushed the place, he could easily slip out the back door before they actually got to him. Oh, okay. Because, like, right when you, when mm -hmm. I went there, yeah. right when you go in the restaurant, there's one table. Like, I mean, they were busy as hell. Like, we had to wait a half hour mm -hmm. just to get a table. Mm -hmm. And this is, like, I think a weekday. Yeah. Like, during the week. You right. know? We didn't even go on one of the popular days. But you're out there waiting. So then you go in, and I'm like, well, what's up with that table? But it's, like, right. roped off. Yeah. Like it has like the red like, rope, and you're not allowed to go to it. And I, and I didn't go up to like read it, but I'm like that table, had to have you? been Elvis's table. You sat table. down at Elvis's table, didn't you? You're like, what's this red rope for? No, no, no. If I do. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't because I didn't want to get in trouble. So I went to where oh, they. Told everyone me. in the restaurant was like, <gasps> No, I went to where they told me I had to be seated because I really wanted to have those sweet potato pancakes. <laughs> let me, so let me, I'm glad we brought up this dating thing because the new Batman that is coming out with the new, with it was the guy that was in Twilight, was his name Robert? Robert Peterson. Patterson. Robert Pattinson. Pa Robert Pattinson. He's one of my birthday twins. Who would, he, and, and truth be told, he was great in Tenet. Yeah. And he is, and it is going to be to, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, right? Is that no, Joker? No, it, it, it's a different timeline. No? Yeah, they're going to introduce this whole new timeline. I thought when they came thing. out with Joker, though, they were like Robert Pattinson uh, no, is going no, to be it's, the. It's a whole different. Batman's so, who is Joker. There's going to be Joker. Catwoman in this, and so have you heard this? 
Who so, gets to be Catwoman? I'm not sure who is, but there's a sex scene between Batman and Catwoman where Batman goes down on Catwoman. But they edited it out. They edited it out because, because, uh, and this was, I believe, DC Comics said this, is that heroes don't do that. Fucking heroes do heroes do, 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 that. do that. Yeah. What the fuck? That's what makes a motherfucking yeah. hero. Yeah. I, I, I will bet Tony Stark would do that any day of the week. Oh, oh Tony oh, Stark. But, but that's a different, that's Marvel, though. That's Marvel. Hello. Marvel's like, oh, yeah. you want me to eat some? Well, oh, my God. Well, who's that's the better why universe? Marvel is better you a, than DC. You want a Green Hulk? Oh you want a Gray Hulk? You get both. You want a Purple no. Hulk? You get both. a Purple Hulk. We now, just learned that that's now, what makes Marvel better than DC. Now, truth be told, Steve, Steve Rogers probably wouldn't go down on a girl. I don't Who's know. Steve Rogers? Captain America. Captain America? Oh. Dude, he oh, was, you know what? He seems like a bit of prude. Like, I like Captain America. Like, I like the actor that plays Captain America, okay? I would... He would definitely be on my list. Who is from I where? Where's Chris Evans from? I don't know, but he's hot. Boston. Oh, Okay. All the hot guys are from Boston. Only I'm not if, all. Only <laughs> if they talk like they're from Boston with the yeah, no pack, Oz. Pack the cat. You have to talk like so you hate Oz. Why do you guys hate Dude, Oz so much? Do you know how much shit I get from girls? They're like, you don't have that accent. And I turn it on like, yeah, go pack like, the cat. I don't say Oz. I don't say Oz. I mean ours. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I used to always have this joke like um, we don't say ours because we were tight on the school budget, so they didn't, they didn't teach that <laughs> letter. Like, okay, so here's a funny story, really quick. It's a union joke too, because like uh, my old business agent, he's from Boston and has the fucking Boston mm-hmm. accent. You know, mm-hmm. he's like, I remember when I go, oh, you got the new iPhone, and he goes, yeah, watch this. Meme that's like blown up. That's Julia Roberts' no, niece. That, that's that, playing. That, that's her. um. That's the girl that was from. That's uh, Emma uh, Roberts. Hey, no, no. hey we, we, we're sorry about that. Know, Snow got so excited we uh, we lost power there for a minute. When Snow does accents, it is sometimes super powerful. <laughs> so, okay. anyways, back to my. So he goes, pack the car in Harvard Yard. I can have dad. And then so he's like, so then it's like. See, that doesn't sound hot at all. We're pack the cat and have a dad. Pack the cat and, and have a dad. Yeah. So he goes, <laughs> no, then Siri goes like this, calling so-and-so. He's like, no, no, I didn't tell you to do that. He's like, see, Siri doesn't understand Bostonian. Oh, well, you know. Neither does most of America. You know, when. Um, right. Back when phones first came out smartphones and it was an iPhone one of the early versions Elf. I would always um, when I was would be texting oh a girl I'd be uh, texting a car but I always be like C A 
H H. Oh, I thought it was just C-A-H, like ka. No, no, ka. Because you got to do the accent. And ka. Ka. Okay. Ka. So, ka. my phone ka. got so smart because I'd be t constantly typing ka that when I would try to type someone at work, I'd be like, yeah, you have a problem with your car. It would, it would change it to ka. Right. So... Yeah, he would always text me on the weekends. He's like, have a wicked pissa. Wicked pissa? Where it's like P-I-S-S-A-H. Right. Wicked pissa. Yeah. I, I th what do you think is the, the greatest representation of Boston culture? I would argue that it's... Um, Tom Brady. <laughs> well, well uh, go fuck yourself. You know Tom Brady wanted to play 49ers originally, right? But we digress. Joe Montana. That's yeah. where um, uh, and he's Aaron Rodgers wanted to get traded to... to cause he he's did a too. Kid. He yeah. also wanted to yeah, be just recently, yeah. a 49er. Okay. Um, the, the the police movie with that had uh, w police academy. No 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 the the one that was just recently. Uh, what God what was it? Um, with uh, Marky Mark where he was Dingham Detective Dingham, and 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 it was him and it was um, and uh, God uh, the other guys with Will Ferrell. No 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 no. Uh, um, Rich uh, uh, Jack Nicholson was in it. Oh, the oh. departed. Yeah, the departed. The departed. Oh, I mean, is that not I'm, the greatest like scenes of like you know yeah. like you that's know, one oh, yeah. of the greatest movies. You know, the guy does a fucking job. You, you, you yeah. know, you know though. Even, it's one even, of the greatest movies. That was Leonardo DiCaprio's yeah. in that too, and he's yeah. so fucking. That was the movie uh, where I was well, like, well, that that's Leonardo, what, you gained weight. I fucking like you now no, because that, that, like before, no, in Titanic, he was like gross. He was yeah. like all skinny. I know. Like, but but that girl would have been disappointed in bed. You know, in real life, uh, but but the but the other the other great the other great Boston crime movie, The Town, with Ben okay. Affleck. Okay. Oh, yeah. and I do. I am a huge Ben Affleck lover. But like, he's always and, and, been and, on and, my and, list. And Matt Damon was in The Departed too. You know, yeah, yeah. And, you know from well Boston. because they're best friends. Yeah, and they're both from Boston. Well, mm -hmm. and the best thing about that, and I'll show Snow next March when we go, is even in Goodwill Hunting, mm -hmm. they no, were they no, had the Boston accent. No, what, 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 like, what I mean is, what's so great about watching that watching that movie from Boston is being able to drive around Boston, going, yeah, I know exactly where that is. I know exactly where on that the town? is. I, yeah. I, well, oh, motherfucker, when we go for Snow's fucking bucket list, which is to go see the Dropkick fucking Murphys, which is also a Boston motherfucking band. Well, sorry, Quincy, because I don't want to get in trouble when I go there. I realize you guys aren't technically Boston, Quincy, but Massachusetts band, my favorite pro-union band of all time. When we fucking go there, then you can be like, there's this place, there's this place. By the end of the week, folks, I'm going to be like talking like yeah. a one, fucking Bostonian. It, it, one, one of the best times I had in Boston was after the Red Sox won the second World Series in 2007. And they did the parade. At Fenway Park? Well, they start, they start at Fenway Park. And then they, they, go, to, they, go, they go down to Boston Common. <laughs> and then they jump on the duck boats. And they do, do it on the Charles River. But during the parade, they had them, they had the duck boats and all the other players on the duck boats, and the Dropkick Murphys were playing on a semi, a flatbed, yeah. driving through Boston. Fuck yes, but you need to learn to stop saying your ass. <laughs>
I tried to learn to enunciate for the podcast. I'm all yelling at an official Boston person on their on their accent. I I we gotta wrap this up soon. I know. Hey, so uh, Peter, yeah, what made you go to Memphis? You know, it, it, it was a lot of stuff. So I, I was I would work in politics for a while, and I had actually taken on a, a job working for a congressman that was running in the first district. Um, but which one? Um, his game is Gary Gary Latonich, and he was a guy that didn't know anything about politics, but he was a um, he was a uh, uh, former econ- he was an economist at, at Arkansas State University, and. And so I reached out to him, and he and it's, he had he he wanted to run like this very uh, progressive campaign, and he had a lot of people that were kind of in the the, the leftist sphere. He also what, what what I liked about Larry, and I, the reason I got my ear pulled on this, is that he Gary had, had supported the um, the union wage, uh, you know the uh, the uh, uh, bill that that had previous had predicated um, the ACA. Um, and so uh, there was it was, a, it was a bill called Employee Free Choice that I worked on in Arkansas, and and he was an economist that actually went out there and publicly supported it. And so um, anyway, I was told like, hey, this is a good guy, help him out. You know, he doesn't know anything about politics, but you know, he'd be a good guy if you want. So anyway, um, but what happened was is that I had worked on the ACA, the, uh, the Obamacare, and. Um, one part of my job was to basically hold a lot of the blue dog Democrats accountable. Um, and, uh, and these were guys like, um, that were there in Arkansas, you know, Arkansas was a, it was a democratic run state at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, we, they had, th- uh, f- three of the four, the Clintons. Correct. And three of the four, uh, congressmen were Democrats Two both senators were Democrats, Blanche Lincoln and, um, uh, Mark Pryor. Um, and then, um, and have you ever been to Eureka Springs? Yeah, it's awesome. I know. It's like the drum of fucking Arkansas. It is. It literally is. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, it's, it is really super cool. They actually have a an event where everyone dresses in drag, and they go out at the high school and dresses in drag. What time of year? I would like to go to that. Yeah. Yeah, they do. It's, it's, it's really awesome. Um, you know, and so, um, but, so I, I was there, and... Um, Blanche Lincoln at the time was holding the ACA up in committee and wouldn't let it out of committee. And so part of our job was just to convince her to let it out so they could have a full vote so it could progress. Otherwise, the, the entire, you know, the whole, the fact that we just, we're going to have health care, which I might add, for the third time in a row, the Supreme Court has upheld that the ACA is legal. That, that just happened. Presidents came down today. So, yeah. you know, this is, I worked on this bill in 2009. But when I worked on it, I pissed a lot of people off that were in the establishment and they told me like, you'll never work in the state ever again. Like you're going to be gone. You'll never find another job. Um, you know, Mark Ross was, was the anointed, he was a congressman in third district and he's a Democrat and he was a, like the co-leader of the blue dog coalition. And his, one of his chief of staff told me like, you're, you know, um, you're leading like 10,000 people, you know, to petition this guy to support, Obamacare and it's gonna it's gonna come back on you, you know. Um, and so yeah, I mean, I, I basically burned all my credits and bridges, and I had to leave town. And so um, uh, not only did I lose my job after that was over, but my wife lost her job, and and uh, got fired. She was working for the University of Arkansas, and so we ended up moving out to to Memphis, you know. So that's how that happened. Oh, 
Memphis is awesome, though. Yeah, I mean, so so yeah, she got a she got a job with um, with a uh, uh, you know working for um, a place uh, one of the hospitals out there, and um, and uh, it was actually in Mississippi, and so we were, lived in Mississippi for a while, and then we moved to Memphis. So yeah, like, Chris, yeah. I've been to Memphis and Nashville, and it cracks me up. Like I'm always like I'm usually the opposite of everyone because yeah. like they're like. Uh-uh. Which one did you like better? And I'm always like, I like Memphis. And everybody's mm-hmm. like, I like Nashville because, like, all the live music. I'm like, dude, the tons food of is, music. like, yeah. 10 million times fucking better well, in Memphis. So so it's, it's crazy because, like, if you ask anybody, like, like, what's the biggest mistake I could make? And they're like, open a country bar in Memphis. That, that's like, that's, that's just, just, Memphis is rock and roll. Nashville's right. country. Um, but Oh, so that's. Yeah. Maybe that's why most people are always like, oh, I like Nashville better. And you know, I'm not a country it, person. I think I think because it's country, a lot of people assume that Nashville is more um, is more conservative, but it's not. I've actually been in a bar in Nashville, and mm-hmm. there was a guy that was talking shit about the Dixie Chicks, and a girl came over there and poured her beer out on his head. And good for her. And and then goodbye, the, Earl. And then the yeah, right. And then and then the bar manager kicked the guy out, and bought the girl another beer. And then they yeah. all played wide open spaces on the bar, and everybody in the fucking bar sang. They should have played goodbye, Earl. Right. right well, yeah. I mean, it, it was yeah. And and so, I mean, Nashville is really progressive. Or I mean, I'm not ready to make nice. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, there's so many to choose from. Um, but the yeah, the, the chicks. The chicks are well respected. I mean, Taylor, uh, you know, um, uh, Taylor Swift is, you know, is is very progressive as well. Um, but Memphis. Well, the only one I thought of was like, I'm like, all right. I went to when I was singing in Tennessee. I'm like, I visited Memphis. I visited Nashville. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I haven't visited Dollywood. That might actually be my favorite, Dude. just because I'm a huge. I am the, one of the yeah. world's biggest Dolly Parton. Most people don't know that about yeah. me, that I hold Dolly Parton up to, like, this yeah. pedestal in the sky. Like, I think she is the coolest fucking person. Like, and yeah. she's a really good person. Yeah. What most people don't know, folks, if you've had the Moderna vaccine, Dolly she's Parton gave a million that, dollars for it, and, she, and yeah. when she did it, she said... Because I have the money to do so, and everyone in my position should have done the same thing. And I was like, you are literally one of the best people. The only other thing that I'm going to ask about the whole Dolly Parton situation. I'm a huge fan of Grace and Frankie, which Grace and Frankie, both of those gals were in 9 to 5. When are you going to have the episode where Dolly Parton guest stars on the show that's what i am waiting for i religiously right when the new season comes out go and binge watch the show to find out if there's an episode with her in it when is it happening (laughs) the crazy thing about dollywood is dollywood is probably the most redneck area of any of the like there's national forge yeah pigeon forge and gatlinburg i mean that is like it's red like you literally you're driving up there and all you see is guys in blue jeans and mullets and and western hats and trucker hats. Well, it wouldn't surprise me because she said like Dolly and I know a lot of stuff about Dolly Parton. So yeah. she said that she had bought her old 
childhood home, mm -hmm. where she grew up in, and she did it because she's like, there's something about peeing off the porch when you're a girl. And she goes, you just go outside and you pee right off the porch. Yeah. And, and, and I'm and, like, I yeah. kind of like that. I'd probably yeah. try it too if you showed me how to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, right off the porch. Nashville is 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 great. I mean, yeah, you can wear boots, but it's also really hoity toady, and it's also like there's a lot of money in Nashville. I mean, I didn't. Memphis is blue collar. Memphis is. That's why I like grit that's, and grind. Maybe yeah. that's why I liked blue collar yeah. or blue collar. You, that's you, why, you, maybe that's why I liked you, uh, Memphis better because. You, if you go to Memphis, if you I were, felt more yeah. at home in Memphis than I did in Nashville. Like Nashville, yeah. there are the elements to it where it's yeah. like there's some like yeah. Every, everyone, everyone's trying to make a buck in Nashville. I mean, everyone's trying to like. I, I think part of like the, uh, there's like a, um, an old hotel there that got bought, and even go in there, it's like eighty dollars. So you can even walk into it, and I mean, it, it's everything's just like. It's just, you know, it's just ridiculous. You know, Memphis, on the other hand, yeah, you can walk into a place and it, it, like, like Tom's Barbecue. Tom's Barbecue is like right down there where it's like right next to, you know, there's four or five union halls. There's like an old scrapyard and then there's Tom's Barbecue and there's a huge sign of Tom and Guy Fiari hanging out like eating barbecue, you know, cramming into their mouths, you know, and, and it's like one of the best well, barbecue shops here. And that, ready, that's you know? cool though too. Yeah, like, there should be all the union stuff there because yeah. most people don't know this that there when Martin Luther King did get assassinated mm -hmm. in Memphis, Memphis right. at the Lorraine Motel, he was there speaking for workers' rights. He was there giving a speech for the sanitation striking workers. sanitation workers. The sanitation yeah. workers union is right. Uh, they're right mm -hmm. there off by, by there. I yeah, mean, but you know, you know, Memphis is 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 the, nothing is given. It's very it's very blue collar. And if you're really willing to work and grind it out, you know, you you'll you'll make place. I mean, look at the story of Elvis. You know, um, one of the, my favorite Elvis stories is about he passed this clothing shop every single day and would look at the windows and you know and and one day the the owner of the shop came out and it was like hey, come on why don't you come inside you know and you know elvis had these shoes that were all busted up they're these loafers and they were coming apart and um the guy was like you know what why don't we get you fitted for a suit and he's elvis is like i can't afford this you know i'm you know i don't have any money i mean he's a poor boy and and the guy's like you know what i tell you what the suits on me the minute you be if you make it big you know what come back and buy from us and Elvis did. He had the guy built, came back and made him. He Elvis had him all like, of do his costumes. all his suits, all of his costumes, everything. He went to this one guy, and he was extremely loyal from there on out. But that's like a Memphis story, you know. That's like you know, again, you know, uh -huh. where you can go there with nothing, and you know, you can you know make something happen. You know. Oh yeah, I so, went to Graceland too when yeah. I went there, but and it's not impressive, right? Like, I mean, it's well, actually like it's that... nice, but it's not like what you expect from like somebody who's like the king of like a, a genre. Well, yeah. you could see how it was like a really good yeah. house in the day. And you know what? Honestly, like I loved the house because I live in a really yeah. weird house that um, I remember walking through the hallway where there's carpeting on mm -hmm. the walls. And I'm like, right. I even Elvis has carpeting on his hall. I have a door in my house that has carpeting on it because. 
the guy that the house that I own was like it's the main back in the day he was the main carpet guy for Kingman. <laughs> so I was like, I thought it was cool. He's I thought the house everywhere. was cool. <laughs> the thing that I hated about Graceland, and I'll say it, was like I didn't like that they tell you right when you go into Graceland the reason that you're not allowed to go upstairs is because that's where Elvis died. Okay, I get that. I get that part. But when they show you, when you walk through like his Hall of Fame and whatnot, and all of his, um, mm -hmm. when Elvis was famous, like mm -hmm. they don't show you any of the later Elvis. Like they, they want to keep the facade of like young, beautiful mm -hmm. Elvis. And I didn't feel that it was like, really real like mm -hmm. all of the jumpsuits were like little teeny tiny and we're like dude they don't wanna, we all wanna, know they don't want to do fat Elvis. no they didn't do any of that and i was like this Sweaty is Elvis. not his entire yeah. life though you guys like this yeah. they just showed the part where he was like beautiful and they tried to forget all the other stuff He's and like, i was like popping this... handfuls of like amphetamines and stuff yeah and it didn't yeah. seem real to me like i was like because we all know what happened to him yeah. so it didn't seem real to me so that and bothered me what happened to him was he died on the toilet taking a shit yeah and actually then my mom told me later too because i go i go his grave is at his house i'm like yeah. he's buried at the house mom and she goes yeah but what happened was they dug him up and they moved him there like he yeah. didn't really she was like he wasn't really buried there yeah, they dug all of them up and moved him there before graceland both of you probably aren't old enough to remember this but i remember um, my mom crying on the day he died yeah uh -huh. Everybody, everybody. I mean, everyone had like an Elvis story, you know. And, and I mean, the guy again. He he spent money like crazy. I mean, mm -hmm. he bought people brand new Cadillacs that he met. And right. He felt like he, yeah. he was like, you know, thank you. You took really. Oh, they care talk of me. about here's, that here's too. The keys of my How Cadillac. he yeah. like helped people out, like. I mean, all but, but along he, the he way. just never had a sense of money. I mean, he didn't understand like how it worked. He just he would do just crazy stuff. There's that other. I don't know. There's a. He just became enamored with. He met a guy that worked for the Secret Service, and and became enamored with the fact that if you had a Secret Service badge, you could pretty much do whatever you wanted. And went and went to Richard Nixon, and Richard Nixon was like, he went to Richard Nixon, and was like, look, I really need to have one of these badges because I feel like I need to be able to do some stuff. And oh, like Richard Nixon. And they're like, yeah, you can't do that. And Richard Nixon's like, I'm going to allow it. And, and, of course, and so he. Elvis, Richard Nixon yeah. pardoned a lot of people he probably shouldn't have. So well, goes, Richard Nixon did one good thing, and that was it. So Richard Nixon. So he gives Elvis the story, and so Elvis meets some guy on the street and tells him to come back to his house and hang out. And while the, the guy's there, the guy ends up stealing like five thousand dollars worth of Elvis's shit, and then tries to jump a jump a plane and and get out of the town without with Elvis's shit. And while they're taxing on the runway, this car, this Cadillac comes out of nowhere with Elvis in it with the badge showing the pilot the badge to, to pull the, to basically shut the plane down. And they do it. And Elvis gets on the plane. It was like, Hey, motherfucker, you got my shit. You know, and the guy's like, Yeah, I do. Here it is. You want it back? And it's Elvis like, is this like, This is why I asked for that badge from the president. Right. And, and Elvis is like, You know what? You I'm going to get you. Obviously, you need it worse than I do. Uh, I'm going to take this because it's special, but you can have the rest. And like, walked off. You know? I mean, 
Which it's it's like the craziest story. They're also like the rendezvous used to have a plate of ribs waiting for him when he got off the plane, you know? I mean so that is exactly what I'm gonna do when I get my bad motherfucker wallet. You <laughs> <laughs> gonna show it? You know that was He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Didn't you know? What's the password? Didn't you know? She's gonna go show up to speakeasy. Hey, 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 hey Pete, when do you head back? Yeah. Uh tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. Flying out of Vegas. Uh correct. Correct, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. too bad, man. We could do this fucking all fucking night. Yeah. I know. We could like have a sleepover and talk like old college girls hanging out again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got uh so give, 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 give us give 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 us some plugs before we go. Oh, so um so Bootsy's uh we are now a hundred percent prime. Um on, on Amazon Prime, all of our products are on Amazon Prime. We're actually uh prime preferred. So the the Prime has given us the, um, you know, uh, so you weird only, Prime choice. So that means you only go through Prime. They so does that mean that they're yeah. like we only want you to sell here? So so, but you can sell like in local. So stores. that means that we've sold enough, and we've and Amazon has gotten enough feedback that they are personally recommending our products for Bootsies. Oh. Yeah. And well, you're welcome, Reality Redemption. Oh, thanks, <laughs> Hey, one I know. year anniversary. Yeah. I'm yeah. yeah. Um, we always like to take hey, credit hey, for things hey, that we don't yeah, do. Yeah, hey, and we do have a lot more listeners in LA now than we do in Kingman. So there's that. Get the Bootsies so, Delta Bunk. Yeah, in Croatia. Maybe we'll sell something there. Yeah. That's we, nice country. Um, Mediterranean. We're, 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 our long term plan is we're going to probably open up and start selling in Canada and in Mexico via um, Amazon. Um, our white barbecue sauce was named the number one white barbecue sauce in all of America by Inside Tailgating. That's the it's third super year. Good, guys. Yeah. Like, the third time it, we, 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 we were featured on Yahoo Lifestyle as the best bought white barbecue sauce. And now this is another. That was group. the first one I bought. Yeah. And it's like, it's a classic. Like, you and, don't want to go without it. And so many people have never, ever had. They don't even know the concept of white barbecue sauce. They've never had white barbecue sauce, and we just happened to so happen to make and it the goes best really good with sauce. fish. Yes, like it does. Right. chicken, yeah. fish. Yeah, it was actually the first one I've tried. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, it's like a curiosity. I mean, but, but that's awesome, man. I mean, we, I mean, um, I, I'm just so I'm so thankful that you guys were. You know, that's something that was able to segue you guys into the realm of barbecue. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I try so. to keep fully stocked on everything now. Yeah, I yeah. know. West of third, if you're in Kingman. That's right. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah, check them out. For they do such a great job. Our, for all of our local folks, you can get all of Peter's spices, sauces at West of third. Visit oh, Sarah. You, you could until today. They're sold out. But Oh, yeah. You can't. Were. You can't right now. You're going to yeah. have to wait like. What, and, like two or three days and, uh, to get this stuff? Maybe a week. Um, but uh, yeah, we're going to have to UPS it over. Um, uh, Overnight. But, yeah. Um, Overnight. Yeah. Um, right there. That stuff's expensive. Third day. Um, uh, <laughs> I know. Um, uh, uh, west of third, also, my daughter was there, and she absolutely fell in love with the jewelry. Like, they've got these amazing, like, turquoise and, like, amethyst, like, these big old purple amethysts that are there, and... My, my daughter's just like, I want this. I'm like, oh. Sarah has great stuff. And also yeah. the lady that, whoever the lady is that makes the chocolate yeah. for Sarah's place. The baker. You are my favorite person in Kingman. Like, quite honestly. Like, she makes these, I don't know if you got the chocolates that are. Yes. Just, 
You should have bought some for Lucy if you didn't. Yes, I saw them. I saw them there. I'm, yeah, no, I, fucking amazing. Lucy, They're like the best chocolates I've ever had in my, my life. Lucy is ten years old, and she totally ransacked that place. Yeah, she found like postcards. Uh, she got jewelry. She even got the um, the uh, love love understanding. Love glasses. Yeah, the love glasses oh, that yeah, were part of the yeah. love campaign. Those yeah. are Tara's glasses. Yeah. yeah. Tara Jade. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. She's been on our show twice. Yeah. So mm -hmm. Tara, my daughter loves your glasses. She's rocking. Yeah. Those are what I wear at work all day long. And they're always like, I love yeah. those sunglasses. I would also, while we're talking about that, I would also like to give a plug to this great uh, Western store. We found out when we got to Vegas, my daughter loves wearing Western clothing, that um, almost all the Western stores in Vegas no longer stop, stock kids' clothing. You have to order it online. The yeah. one exception was is that we found a place called Rodeo Western Wear, and it's a Latino. It's the only Latino Latina owned Western store in all of Vegas. Yeah. It's in North Vegas, um, but they do an amazing job. That and they carry children's clothing. Um, they're at the store, and um, they like to put up with my daughter trying on almost every single pair of boots that they have in the <laughs> store that fit her. Um, Good job, Lucy. Yeah, yeah, they did, and so I mean, they're they're super awesome. And um, uh, yeah, she she bought a brand new shirt. Um, she got some um, some boots, and uh, yeah, they're really wonderful. And they're like everyone else, you have to order it online, uh, but they're the ones that actually keep it in stock, and they're trying to grow. Um, it's funny because our oh. Uber driver was like, ah, you know, you're going to North Vegas, right? You know what's going to, you know, North Vegas, right? You know, you really know what's going on here? I'm like, look, I, I know North Vegas, man. I grew up, you know, I grew up out here. And you're so like, he's like, I'm oh, not going to die. Hello. Yeah, you might. You might. We're North yeah, Vegas, yeah. yeah, you know. But um, anyway, um, now you won't die at Rodeo Western wearing North Vegas, that's for sure. You're going to get some boots and maybe some spurs and, 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 and some seriously awesome hats, so. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm more optimistic than a lot of folks because I'm always like, dude, no, just take me there. Yeah. Like, I know where I'm going. Let's go. Yeah. But, I mean, I've hung out in South Phoenix before. Well, I mean, because that's where we have to go like, to date. Yeah. We got to go to Vegas to date. Right. Yes. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we'll wrap this up. Dude, not only is this our one-year anniversary, this is by far the longest <laughs> podcast we've ever done been like two hours, yeah. right? I, I would like to leave you with this. Uh, DC has made a uh, announcement uh, that Batman does in fact go down and he likes doing it and he licks the shit out of it. That's oh. an official statement. Uh, okay, okay. Well, well and, and on that note though, how awesome is Loki? Have you watched it yet? It's amazing. Loki's amazing. I haven't watched the second episode yet because I'm it, waiting to just watch it with my kids. I but but, but I, I love the um like they went went with like almost like Brazil, you know, as like the the bureaucracy. When I love yeah. the fact that again another Terry Gilliam show because we're talking we started this off talking about Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, which was also Terry Gilliam, and Terry Gilliam did Brazil and. Is Terry Gilliam also the guy that did Breaking Bad, or is that somebody else? Uh, no, that's I that's Vince that Gilliam. Oh, okay, because yeah. I'm like that name sounds familiar. Terry Gilliam was was the only American. Are they related? No, but Terry Gilliam was the only American that was a, m a member of the Monty Python troupe. Oh. He directed okay. uh, Time Bandits. Okay. Remember that show with the little guys? I vaguely, they stole God's map I, I and were like going around robbing places. 
I which know. is also another segue into yeah, Lo- 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 Loki. Loki was just brilliant. Loki, yeah. You're just you know what? Lo- I liked whenever Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were Loki I, I, and Bartleby. I, 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 in what dogma? Why like, isn't that the DC universe? The God of Tricks is the DC Loki. universe cannot get it right. They kept, they constantly try to reboot it, reboot it, reboot it, try to get it right. But the Mar- Marvel can't. hits a home run they can't. every single they time can't. because yeah. Marvel is Stanley. Do I need to say more? Yeah, but he's gone. Did you see the, the, the but the Did you see there's a poster of him in, in Loki? No. Where he's walking through one of the chambers no. and it's like three bureaucrats, you know, sitting like there, and like Stanley's right. one of them. He's oh, like right I, in the center. I, I didn't catch yeah. that one. You can't wow. get any fucking cooler than Stan Lee. I'm sorry. Absolutely. And just Disney Plus and Marvel. Okay, crush well it don't even every single time. I was gonna say if you go into Disney Plus, I'm like yeah. I still I mean I love the new baby Yoda. I can't even describe right, it. The Mandalorian. In the words, but I hate the name that you gave him. Why in the fuck would Grogu? you give such Grogu. a beautiful creature the name of Grogu? That's such a dumb fucking name. I I will only call him Baby Yoda. You know, I also like Disney Plus. Baby Yoda. They brought back all the old Muppet Show moves. Yeah. Shows. Yeah. Like all the Muppets. We've, we, uh, we've, we've like been. Shut them. up. I'm going yeah. to binge them then yeah. later. I'm yeah. like, I love the Muppets. Oh, oh it's, it's insane. I'll, I'll, slip, I'll slip you. Oh, do you have my password? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, going yeah, all the watching there. the Muppets. Yeah, it's insane. It's like you don't realize the, the amount of insanity that was in, that was the Muppet Show. The the new one is kind of lame though. The one where they kind of do the COVID thing where they're all in separate rooms. It. I just watched yeah. the old ones. Yeah, no, that was kind of my, my, my 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 favorite though. My favorite. Funny, though. I forgot about it, but, but my favorite when I was a kid was Pigs in Space. And yeah. it's still I like pigs. Pigs in space. I always like the crazy guy who always run around blowing shit up. Yeah. I yeah. liked and I like the two old guys that was sitting in the balcony. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> did, did, you <laughs> SNL, did you see the SNL did you see the SNL skit? Did you see the SNL skit they did? With the two no, old guys standing? No, but I fucking like those. Wardoff and Yeah, Wardoff and um Stan, oh, yeah, I don't know Stan I something. I like the oh hippie my god, lady it was hilarious. Too, the one with the blonde hair, the hippie lady that was. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, that was in the band. She was kind of like Jan- Stevie Wonder, J- but Janice. blonde. Yeah. Do you remember the name yeah. of the band? No. Electric Mayhem. Oh my god, that's gosh. the name of Doctor Teeth. Doctor Teeth and Electric Mayhem. Like crazy trivia. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, but it's a classic, man. Electric Mayhem. You know, it's awesome. Such a, such a Statler, Statler and Statler and Wardoff. Yeah, Statler and Wardoff. Yeah, yeah. You have to see that skit. Yes, no. I know. It's I'm gonna have to watch it. I'll send it to you. Oh my gosh, there's so much for me to watch tonight. Yeah. After the podcast. Well, well, yeah, not tonight. It's getting late. I know. We gotta wrap yeah, things yeah, up. Yeah, we, we gotta shut this off. And Pete, I gotta go watch. Thank the you for coming over. Yeah, and I'm the sorry crab cakes yeah. and uh, for being um, the crab the, the cakes dude. were amazing. No, and and seriously, you've been one of the best guests we've had. Oh, hey man! Like Thank like you. like over the phone or tonight yeah. here live. Yeah, it's our all time favorite. Stop it! Stop it! Going. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're making them blush. We're making them blush. Yeah. Well, and I'll I'll send you guys the recipe for the um, crab cakes and yeah yeah we'll, we'll and po- some we'll, of the mustard. We'll yeah. post it on the social media pages. <laughs> Reality Redemption. Be sure to download us, okay? So we can keep track of where this thing's going. Yeah. 
We're big in Don't LA and Croatia. Email us, you know, tell us how much you love us or hate us. We're we're big in yeah. London too. We have a lot of listeners in London. London calling. Yeah. I want to go to London. I well. Hey, hey friends, hey. we can go to the pubs. Well, if they download us more, maybe we can do that. We can head up to London. Do, oh, a, yeah, do a very special awesome. episode from London. That would be awesome. I, I cheer you up, mate. <laughs> uh, don't I, discourage. Hey, and dude, thank you for everybody that's listened over the last year. And um, we appreciate it. Appreciate all you, all the guests that we've had, all the listeners, and uh, here's to another year. I love all of you. Yeah. I love you guys. Bye. Say bye. Say bye, P. Bye, guys. Okay, bye.